0: good morning everybody good
1: morning
0: let's worship together would you stand and sing with us please
1: one two three four in the name of the father in the name of the son in the name of the spirit
2: said please be seated everyone good morning everybody welcome to Holotus Hills United Methodist Church today is All Saints Sunday a day when we celebrate the people that God has used in our lives to reveal himself and his love today we also celebrate Holy Communion and we will have a special time to celebrate the lives of those whom we have loved and lost during this past year. You will be invited to come forward to light a candle in their memory. My name is Susan, and the reason I serve here is pretty simple. It's because I love doing things to glorify God. Whether it's singing, administrative tasks, or physical things, I do it all to his glory. Before we begin worship, I have a few announcements. If you're a first-time guest, please let us know by filling out the blue card found in the pew pocket, and you can return it to the offering box located in the Welcome Center. You can always go to the back of your bulletin to find more details about what's going on, or our Facebook page, or check out your monthly newsletter. Here's a few things that are coming up pretty quickly. This coming Friday, November the 11th at 11 a.m., we invite you to remember Veterans Day by observing two minutes of silence and prayer to honor U.S. veterans and victims of all wars. There are more details on our women's retreat, which is Saturday, December the 3rd, and they can be found in the Welcome Center. There's a flyer and a sign-up sheet. We also would like for you to sign up for the House of Neighborly Service Food Bank Day. The sign-up is also in the welcome sheet or you can contact Jesse. And our final patch
3: update, Jill, come on down. So yay, it's November. Yay. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> the Pumpkin Patch 2022 is now behind us and what an experience it was. Getting to know everyone better was priceless. And to see just how much goes on at this church during the week was awesome. So we're working on the numbers. There are approximations right now, but pretty darn close. The final numbers here for the loaves of bread that were baked were 1,678. Woo! Amazing. And people were still looking for more. So <laughs> there is going to be, it's approximately $2,000. It's going to be donated to the Helotus House of Neighborly Services which is awesome. And the pumpkin sales ended up being a little over 56,000, which means a little over 22,000 for the church. Wow. So yay church. I wanna give thanks to all of, the, all of y'all that um, showed up for the setup, the shifts, the cleanup yesterday. This church could not have done this event without all of you all's participation and it's so appreciated. And again, just a special thanks again to Jan and the, and the ladies who baked the bread, Scott for his story time and, and herding cats with getting the trucks unloaded, um, and his safety protocols that were put into place, Sharon and her volunteers, and what can I say about Miss Judy with her relentless ability to get the signups for the shifts and um, the manning of the prayer table. Which was also another just wonderful wonderful thing for the community. She brought in so many prayers and there were so many families and people that we got to pray over. so thank you guys so much and it was it was wonderful it was a really good experience okay, don't go yet. Yeah. So this hardly can
4: represent the big heart that we have in the thanks these are just a little token oh, of our thank thanks you. for your Relentless hours at the patch, thank and we'll you, hope that when you. you wear that or see that, you'll remember and come again next year Aww. as the leader. Thank <laughs> you. <That's laughs> <very
3: hard>. Thank <laughs> you, Cheryl. I
1: appreciate
3: that. Thank you. Thank you. All right.
2: Thank you so much, Jill, for all your hard work. We couldn't have done it without you. This morning's scripture reading comes from Psalm 145, verses 1 through 5 and 17 through 21. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name. Forever and ever. The word of God for the people of God. God. Let us join together in an attitude of prayer. Lord, today as we celebrate All Saints' Day, we praise you for all our loved ones who have passed away. It's so difficult to walk the path of the mourner, and we are ever grateful that you walk that journey with us. Be with us as we come before you in both grief and gratitude. Help us remember our loved ones with joy as we praise you for the promise of a heavenly reunion. Today and every day, we praise you, O Lord, for you are mighty to save. You hear our cries and are always nearby. May our mouths always speak in praise of you, our Lord and God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is well Jesus has overcome And the grave is overwhelmed day that's drawing near when this darkness breaks to light and the shadows disappear and my faith shall be my eyes Jesus has overcome and the grave is Overwhelmed, the victory is won. He is risen from the dead, and I will rise when he calls my name. No more sorrows, no more pain. I will rise. wings before my God falls on my knees and rise, I will rise, and I hear the voice of many angels sing, words. cry of every longing heart. Worthy is the Lamb. And I hear the voice of many angels sing. Worthy is the Lamb. And I hear the cry
0: Operation Christmas Child Packing Party at Sunday School. We, got to, we had a goal of packing 16 shoe boxes to pass out to children all over the world, and our kiddos packed 21, and they would have kept going, but I ran out of boxes. Wow. So we had a wonderful time. In 16 of those shoe boxes, we actually had um, games, puzzles, uh, little mementos made by the kids that said that they were um, from Hello to Sills United Methodist Church and that we love them, and we we're so happy that they're receiving those shoe boxes. And they were all handmade items that the children have worked over the past six weeks to make, to put in there. So um, we had a lot of fun with that. Thank you, Mr. Carl, for your efforts to um, organize that every year. Right? He does a lot of work for that. At this time, we're going to invite the children to come to Spark Worship with us. We're going to learn about God's Hall of Fame and the cloud of witnesses that surrounds us every day.
4: Thank you, Jesse, for your leadership in Spark Worship today. We are celebrating All Saints Day, which is a day in which we remember those who we have loved and have passed away. We will have a little ceremony a little bit later before Holy Communion where you'll be invited to come forward and light a candle if you so desire. We will say the name of your loved one, we ring the bell, and we offer a moment of silence that we might celebrate their life and honor them. So for prayer time, we usually... Phil the Thrill has his microphone. He's running now. And he will come to you and ask you your name, if he doesn't know it, and you'll give us your prayer request. And if it's a prayer, we'll say, Lord, hear our prayers. If it's a praise, we'll say, Lord, hear our praise. And we'll continue to do it until you have no more prayers left in you. Could be here till tomorrow.
2: While we're waiting on Phil...
4: While we're waiting on Phil, the thrill? I
2: have a prayer request. All right, Susan. Um, This is for Taylor. Again, we've been posting things on our our prayer group. He's got a tremendous amount of medical bills, and they've uh, posted a GoFundMe site. They desperately need our assistance. So if you guys have anything that you could spare, no matter how much it is, if you go to our prayer group page, it's on there.
4: Thank you Susan. Lord, hear our prayers. Other prayer requests, raise your hand high.
2: I would like to ask for prayers again for my neighbor and my friend Irma and her family in the loss of her son Jerry. Lord, hear our
4: hear prayers. prayers.
3: Yes, I'd like
2: to ask for prayers for the family of a neighbor of mine. I'd asked last week, uh, he was, the fellow's name was Matt, and he was diagnosed with uh, stage four lung cancer, but he ran into other complications this week and passed yesterday.
4: Lord, hear our prayers.
2: I, prayers. I like prayers for our brother-in-law, Rudy. He um, went into the hospital Friday night. They discovered a brain, uh, mass on his brain. He has cancer, but they don't know if the cancer has metastasized to his brain or if this is something else. They're doing an MRI tomorrow.
4: Lord, hear our prayers.
1: I'd just like to lift up again the children for whom we are packing boxes that, they, that the Holy Spirit go with those boxes to those children.
4: Lord, hear our praise. It's a prayer and a praise.
2: Our adult daughter, Amber, has to have her tonsils out. And for an adult, this is very serious. Uh, Recovery time, it's very painful and recovery is two to three weeks.
4: Lord, hear our prayers. I just want to lift up praise
2: for my daughter, Kendall, and her family, Jeff and Kara, as they probably, at this moment, are joining University United Methodist Church.
4: Lord, hear Hear our our praise. Let us pray for our country, our church, and our world. Lord, hear Hear our our prayers. prayers. And let us pray for those in Texas and Oklahoma who experienced this terrible weather this week, the tornadoes and the storms. Lord, hear our prayers. And now I'll give you just a moment of silence that you might go before the Lord in your own prayers, and then we'll go forward with our prayer. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, for all the saints who ever worshipped you, whether in brush, arbors, or cathedrals, weathered wooden churches, or crumbling cement buildings, houses where your name was lifted and adored. We give you thanks, O God, for the hands lifted in praise, manicured hands and hands stained with grease or soil, strong hands and those gnarled with age, holy hands used to wave offerings across the land. We thank you, God, for the hard-working saints, whether hard-hatted or steel-booted, heads-ragged or aproned, blue-collared or three-piece suits or uniforms. They left their mark on the earth for you, for us, for our children to come. And we thank you, O God, for the tremendous sacrifices made by those who've gone on before us. Bless the memories of your saints, God. May we learn how to walk wisely from their examples of faith, dedication, worship, and love. This we pray in the name of Christ Jesus, whom we love and serve. And let all who agree say amen. 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 Life can be very hard there are difficult and perilous times even now and too often circumstances are so difficult many suffer from ill health physical mental and emotional difficulties finances may be stretched and the job situation's uncertain and all of us will face or either face in the future times of troubles with our relationships life is hard Do you ever wonder how to cope with all the many, many troubled things that go on in our lives? With all our struggles, do you ever wonder how you're going to cope with that? Well, let me be honest with you. I sometimes wonder, too. And I sometimes cannot wait to get to heaven. Now, there's not a whole lot of people like me that can't wait to get to heaven, But think about how amazing to not have to deal with all these troubles and strife. When we get to be with Jesus, you don't have to face adversities anymore. Maybe you can't wait to get to heaven too. I didn't see too many yeses. Yay, Jesus, I'm loading up the bus. (laughs) In the day when Jesus was around and he was with people, they wondered about heaven too. They didn't know what they were going to face. And so in Luke chapter 20, verses 27 through 38, they're kind of some weird verses, so I want you to listen closely because there are real questions. And even if their point of view was a little different, Jesus answered them about what happens when someone dies. Look to page 958 in your pew Bibles and you can join me. Chapter 20, verses 27 through 38. Some Sanducees, who say there's no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said. I have to do my beard. Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up the offspring of his brother. Now there were seven brothers, The first one married a woman and died childless. The second and then the third married her, and in the same way, the seventh died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be since the seven were married to her? And Jesus said, The people of this age marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age of come in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like the angels. They are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the burning brush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For to him, all are alive. This is the word of God for the people of God. God. This is really one of those pericopes where you can say thanks be to God. Chuck's looking at me like, no, really, Cheryl, don't go there. This is a pericope where we can finally say thanks be to God because Jesus gives us a brief but significant description of heaven. When he makes these remarks, he was responding to the frivolous question put to him by the Sadducees. They're trying to trip him up. They even denied the existence of life after death, and they hoped that Jesus would make a fool of himself. They ask him what the marital status of a widow would be who married seven brothers, one after each one died. In the life to come, which of these seven men would she be given as wife? One can almost hear the laughter and snickers of those standing around listening to the absurd possibilities of this situation. Now, as usual, Jesus gives an unexpected answer. He ignored the traditional response and stuck, struck right at the root of the matter. Jesus made it obvious that she would be given to no one. She would no longer be anyone's property. Like the angels, she was free to follow her heart's deep choice. Now, this was a radical statement because marriage in Jesus' time had nothing to do with your preference or your love between spouses. It was a family decision involving property, ownership, dowries, birth of heirs, And so on it was a legal contract and this was the basis the usual typical basis for most marriages to take place and i would say up until fairly recent times however there are still some countries who make marriage a legal contract about property about dowries about children free choice was not an option the bride was usually the last person to be consulted if she was consulted at all. Her father or another male guardian had the legal right to choose her husband and give after they settled the finances and property issues. She went from one category of ownership to another. Now think about this. The remnant of this age-old tradition is found when we marry people. How many times have you heard it said when the bride comes up with her father, who gives this woman to be married to this man. Now, these words are purely symbolic. However, they harken back to the ownership issue. Who gives this woman to be married to this man? So many times now, brides say to me, he's not giving me away. So we present. That's the word we use now. Who presents this woman to be married to this man? But you see where this came from in Jesus' day. Considered property. Property. Well, of course, it was just a symbol. There's no legal joining when we present a bride. And Jesus did not say we could not join or find our beloved in heaven. On the contrary, he says we will be released to follow our heart's deepest longings, like the angels in heaven. And although Jesus' descriptive words about heaven are few, they are significant and imply release, freedom, freedom expansiveness, joyous intensity, and multidimensional realm. This is good news for me. I hope it's good news for you as we celebrate All Saints Day, a day when we acknowledge that our God is a God of the living, and even though our loved ones have passed on, we know they are alive with Christ. Jesus assures us that we go from life to life as children of the resurrection. Maya Angelou once said, love recognizes no barriers, it jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. In Jesus, there are no barriers, and indeed, he jumped every hurdle. He leaped fences to bring us hope, hope in the here and now, and hope in the time to come. On this day, we once more face the reality and the finitude of death. And this has been a topic of curiosity for all peoples, including Christians. So Jesus had plenty of things to say about this great mystery. Often during a memorial or funeral service, you'll hear these words from Jesus, found in John chapter 14, verse 2. And this is where Jesus says, In my Father's house are many dwelling places, If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Here Jesus promises that he has prepared a place for us and for our loved ones. And how wonderful to know that Jesus has prepared a place in heaven for us and our loved ones. An eternal home constructed not with our earthly hands, but by God's loving hands. That word of grace has brought many families a sense of peace a sense of comfort. Jesus assures us that our reservation in heaven is assured. And we can also assure that Jesus also prepares a place for us, not just in the future in heaven, but in the here and now. Think about that. What if we knew, what if we knew in our heart of hearts that Jesus has prepared the place for us even in our day today, going before us? Preparing life for us. How wonderful is that to know that no matter what you face in the world, that Jesus has prepared a place for you in that. Can you comprehend the power of this promise? Jesus is in the here and now, and Jesus is in the next to come. His words can help us to find peace, knowing that he has prepared a place for our loved ones, and he is already preparing a place for us as well. We can trust Jesus. We can celebrate this wonderful dwelling made for our loved ones as we remember their witness, their generosity, their testimony of Jesus Christ on this side of eternity. And what joy it is to give God thanks and praise God for those that God gave us to know and to love as family, as friends during our earthly pilgrimage. So celebrating All Saints Day is both a Solemn and a joyful event for us as we give thanks to those that we have known and loved which have influenced our life, our church, our community, even our world, that these lives in Christ Jesus never end. And this is a day of memories and celebrations as we remember the people who have passed away during this past year. We remember their witness and their love and their testimony for Christ Jesus. And when I think about all the saints in my life, I consider a long list. The names that come to mind, my father, my grandfather, my grandmothers, my brother Albert, whose birthday is today, my dear friend, Tina McCallum. I think of people and church folks who have revealed God's heart to me in faithfulness through their service. And I remember authors and pastors and teachers who I have learned from in a big way. I remember Christian leaders who had an impact on me personally. Those who have inspired me, like John Wesley and Susanna Wesley. What a theologian. Billy Graham and Fred Craddock. Who do you think of when we think of saints this day? Who has helped you walk your walk of faith helping you to become who you are in Christ. As we consider this promise of Jesus in everlasting life, let us pause now to remember those who have gone on and are with Jesus now. Amen? Before we light these candles of remembrance, I'm going to encourage you to think of other ways that you can respond we offer many ways to give, including online giving and PayPal and all kinds of ways. Today is also a special communion offering. There are these envelopes out there. These represent the special Sunday today for Human Relations Day, Native American Ministries, and Peace with Justice, and today, especially United Methodist Students Day, where the giving that you put here goes directly to the United Methodist Church, where we will help with these causes So if you feel so inclined, then I would invite you to give in that way. Now, before we get ready to light our candles, I'm going to ask you to rise, embody your spirit, and let us sing our song of thanks. This All Saints Day Sunday, we will lift the names of the members from this congregation who have passed away this year. And we have had two members pass away this year. We will light a candle as we remember them. We're going to sing a special song first, light a candle, and then Karen will ring the bell. Each of these things done in memory and in honor of those who have passed away. And they are free from pain and sorrow, and yet we still feel grief. Sorrow and grief do not go away. In the midst of grief, though, we seek God's presence, and we find God in prayer, in music, in learning, in Bible study, all places where we learn more about God's grace. We live in a world that is so often filled with grief and sorrow, and that is where God meets us with hope and peace.
2: We will now name those who have joined the great cloud of witness from this church community. Charles Evans. Barbara Inman. We now invite you to come forward to name your loved one. Light a candle and we will ring a bell to honor each one. Betty McCormack. Betty McCormack. Mary Elizabeth Sprout. Doug Windsor Martha Gibbs Nicholson, Martha Gibbs Nicholson. Hudson Palmer, Hudson Palmer. Tom Medlock, Cynthia Sharon Fry, Jerry Vasquez.
4: Just do one more for all those we carry in our hearts today. Lord, hear our prayers. It is in those broken places that we are reminded most that we're grateful for new life and forgiveness from God found in Jesus Christ. As we gather here today, we gather with the communion of saints, the great cloud of witnesses. Let us prepare our hearts and our minds to receive this sacrament.
2: Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, We are strengthened to run with perseverance the race set before us. So let us confess our sins and pray. We confess to you, all-knowing God, what we are. We are not the people we'd like others to think we are. We are afraid to admit even to ourselves what lies in the depths of our souls. We cannot hide our true selves from you. You know us as we are and yet you love us anyway. We confess that we have not always found the way to be a blessing of love and service for others. Forgive us our sin and lead us into new life through your son Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Christ Jesus we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.
4: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and good and joyful thing always and everywhere. And important to give you thanks, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. On this All Saints Day, we give you thanks for the saints who have gone on before us, those who responded to the call to serve God in their community. We are grateful for all those through their good examples and faithful witness, worship, and service have inspired and blessed us. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we bless your holy name and say together, Holy, Holy holy. Holy Lord, God of power and might heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water in the spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread bread. And after he gave you thanks, he broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he again took the cup. And after he gave you thanks and praise, he gave the cup to his disciples and said, Take this cup and drink from it, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your final acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves. In praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice. In union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ Christ has died. Christ 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 is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit once more upon each of us gathered here and upon these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we might be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we named this day. And since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that's set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory And we feast at his heavenly banquet. It is through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church. All glory, all honors is yours, almighty God, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. And as people free to receive and give, let us pray the prayer Christ taught his disciples, saying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Will those who are helping serve come forward, please, that we might prepare the table for you. As we come forward, I pray you recognize the peace of God and recognize what we seek from God as well. You'll find one of us with bread and we'll offer it to you as the body of Christ. There's the handstand and other a cup as the blood of Christ. You may respond in whatever way is natural to you. Some people say thanks be to God. Some people just say amen. You respond in a way that's authentic to you. Christ has prepared this table for you, knowing that you were going to be here. So, as you're directed, please come forward to receive Holy Communion. Okay. Before we close our time of worship together and our time of communion, let us say the prayer after receiving communion. I think it'll appear. There it is. Let's pray this together. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So each week as we close our discipleship time together, I invite you to say the mission statement so that it's fresh on your mind. You have been fed at this table. You have been renewed through the power of the Holy Spirit. You have been forgiven and set free. What are you set free to do, you ask? Good question. You're set free to do this, which is our mission in the world. Will you say it with me? The mission of the Lotus Hills United Methodist Church is to make new disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. I hope that you've received a blessing today, not only from the saints and clouds of witness that have gone on before us, but assurance that Christ has prepared a place for you so that you can go back into this world free from any fear or trouble. Just count on that today. Will you do it? Yes. All right, then go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, Name of the Son, name of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen.